Hey guys, it's me, Melanie. Just before we get into the episode, uh, I just wanted to once again say thank you uh, for sticking with us. And I'm sorry that we haven't done this consistently. You've been through the ups and downs and all these kind of weird, bizarro breakups uh, during the radio show and now in the podcast world. So I'm sorry for being so inconsistent, but I can promise you it will continue to be inconsistent. So you know, if you if you if you don't want to check it out anymore, I totally understand. Uh, and for all two of you, my boyfriend and mom's probably being the both of you. Thank you for your continued support and sticking around. We do appreciate it. And I wish that we could give more of our time to this and do this a lot more often. But unfortunately, money. You know, we gotta gotta make money. We got real jobs on the side, so. Uh, we just, neither of us have a lot of time to do it. And um, it just is what it is. So we're going to just pop in from time to time and and chat about what's going on. So uh, again, we appreciate you listening. Now, just a trigger warning for this episode. I am going to talk about some mental health stuff that I've been going through, including panic attacks. And if anything that I have learned going through these panic attacks is that when someone else talks about them, sometimes it can cause me to go into one. So I just want you to know as a heads up that I do sort of go into a little bit of detail on what happens to my body while that's happening. So just a heads up before we get into the episode. Uh, also, just a conversation between two friends. We're just chatting about stuff and catching up on life. Uh, there's a little bit of uh, a little bit of tea, as the kids would call it. We're spilling some tea on some radio stuff. And not going too deep into it, but we're just kind of touching on it. And we've got some recommends at the end of the episode. JJ also teased that he had like a threesome or I don't know. There's like threesome conversation. I don't know what it is. He didn't tell me either. I'm intrigued. But hopefully in another future episode, he uh, he lets us in on the whole threesome thing because I, I don't know what that's all about. I, I said that I didn't have a lot of recommends for you because I don't. Um, I've been spending time watching puppy videos, as you'll hear in this episode, but I forgot about one that I did want to tell you about, and that is Daisy Jones and the Six. Have you watched it yet? It's so good. Either way, uh, something worth checking out. You can hear JJ's recommends in the rest of this episode. Guys, I hope you enjoy it, and thanks again for checking out Unfiltered. Oh, and one more apology. The sound quality. I'm sorry, JJ and I are still recording apart. We're not in the same studio Nah, just, yeah, there's stuff that's happening, and uh, I'm sorry. Hi, welcome uh, to another episode of Unfiltered. We're just uh, trying to figure out all the technical stuff here. A lot of technical stuff. We've been yeah. uh, we've been at this for like, uh, well, 25 minutes. Yeah. Figure out the technical stuff. Look at us. When you start working behind the scenes, you forget. That's true. Yeah. But it should be the opposite. Right? Because now you, the technical stuff should be all you do, right? It's true. Probably you would have somebody do this stuff for you, but we've been doing it ourselves. Yeah. For a little while now. Yeah. How are Weird. you? I I can't the whatever cameras on this new phone that you have here or whatever you're working off of, it's only uh it's really highlighting your uh your your bleach blonde bangs. It's all I really <laughs> see. Really weird. It, yeah. So it's not on a new phone. We actually had to start recording on this old laptop that I have. So it's terrible. Oh. So, I mean, the camera is probably pretty bad. Yeah. 
doesn't matter. I can still hear. I'm still getting the essence of who I'm speaking to. That's all that matters, right? That's right. It's like <laughs> I'm speaking to you from the future. Right. How Here's are some... you? Yeah, good. Good. Yeah. yeah, let's get into it. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> I'm good, too. I'm hot as hell. Yeah, we are breaking history here on this. It was April 13th. We're recording. It is uh, yeah. 32 degrees. Yeah. Greater Toronto, Hamilton area. What's it like there in Ottawa? It's a, it's the same. Yeah. It's the same. It's so hot in here. And, um, you know, I'm not complaining because I, I loves me the heat. Yeah. This is uh, this is my season, but I'm I'm sweating. We haven't uh, quite acclimated yet. Right. Yeah, we shouldn't. This is the first time. In in 1985, it got up to uh, like the mid. Look at you dropping facts. Yeah, in 1985, it it got up to the mid 20s. But this is the first time in uh, recorded history that it's uh, beat 30 degrees, or reached 30, much less beat it uh, yeah. in in Ontario. It's crazy. 32 yeah. degrees on April 13th, unheard of. Last week, you guys in Ottawa had an ice storm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One week ago. You were ice storming up the place. Yeah. And today um, I was walking my little radio here because we live on the farm, the central farm in Ottawa, the experimental mm -hmm. farm. Yeah. Which I know I've talked about a number of times. It's like my favorite. It's just so beautiful. But uh, it hit like 26 by the time I took him out. Yeah. And he's a long haired chihuahua. He did not oh. do well out there. He was he was just like, man, about to collapse. Um, so I found this like tiny little patch of snow. <laughs> it was just like, it's like, where's the fucking snow when you need snow, man? Yeah. Where is yeah. It? Uh, but there was this like tiny patch of snow. So I just, I'm, I'm thinking it's probably not the best idea to like shock your dog from the heat to the cold like that. Someone's going to tell me. Um, but I put him in it and I just kind of like rubbed it all over his body to calm him down. And then he just kind of laid like not collapsed, but like laid on his side and just was panting. I was like, are you okay? Like, are we going to be okay here? Had to carry him part ways. He was having a hard time out there. He, you know, well, <laughs> he's descendant of the wolf. Uh-huh. He can take it. He'll be all right. I don't know, man. He didn't seem like he could take it. Uh, it's just you being overprotective because it's like your baby, right? So you're like, oh, you know. I, gotta, I know I got to treat them like a baby. Yeah, I know. And they, you know, they say they just pant to try to cool themselves down, but he yeah. is also not acclimated yet. And he is a long haired dog. So he's got a lot of it. So he's still, he's still got his winter, uh, what do you call it? Fighting fur all in there. Does, does he shed? <laughs> yeah. No, he doesn't shed. Oh, he doesn't shed. I mean, like, like very little. Yeah. He's just, mm. he's just, it was really hot today. I'm, I, like I said, I'm not complaining, but it's hard on the little dogs. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so what's new with you? This is, seems like a seasonal thing. This went from this is going to be like I once know. a week to once a month mm -hmm. to now probably four times a year. The podcast, you mean? Yes, the podcast. Okay. <laughs> it's like, are you talking about our phone call? <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that too. Kind of the same. <laughs> um. Yeah, I know. Right. I mean, um, we're just jumping on to check in and say hi. Yeah. You're Melanie. Uh, I'm JJ. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I'm going to keep doing this ever consistently because I just, you know, it is what it is. It's got to fit into um, your lifestyle. 
to all of our hundreds of thousands of people who download the podcast. Right. So you're talking to people in the future then? <laughs> That's right. Future generations. <laughs> yeah. So, but we, uh, we, well, I know I wanted to jump on and just say, Hey, what's up? Cause it's been a minute. Yeah. I don't know. I have so much stuff going on that I don't even know where to begin. Like there's just so much going on in life right now, dude. It's crazy. Well, that's okay. La- last time we spoke, it was it was the day or two after New Year's, and right. you were talking about uh, all the things that you were going to be doing. Yeah, and you done any of you, them? I've done a lot of stuff. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm working on the business still. Mm. Um, now I have those shows that I was telling you about. Yes. Um, so most days I'm working on the air, like I'm recording yeah, uh, and doing shows until like one o'clock in the afternoon. And then the rest of the day is spent on working on the business, which um, is doing well. We're in, we're in kimono season. It's hot. Yeah. You know, this is our time. So it's like uh ramp up time and um, it's a lot. Yeah. I know you said last time we talked that you were inspired by people going out on their own and doing their thing. That's right. Oh, let me tell you, you can't do it all. <laughs> no, that's true. I think I finally come to the conclusion. I said this to uh, Ottawa the other night. I'm like, I just, I can't, I can't do it all. I can't like, you know, be a great radio host part of the day and then run a super successful business, like try to like launch it, launch it. Um, and also like, you know, age gracefully and take care of my body and be a dog mom and a plant mom and a somewhat decent girlfriend and a friend and a daughter, like, holy shit, I can't, I can't do it all. You know, and here I'm, you jump into something like this sort of blindly, like I can do this. Yeah, no, man, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard, but you're in control. Yeah. In in that it's all you. You just got to keep, you know, everything afloat. Yeah, supposed, no pressure. That's supposed to be easy. <laughs> Did you think it was going to be easy? No, I didn't think it was going to be easy, but uh, man, Easier. it's just a lot. You have a lot. Like, I think when you start going out on your own and uh, I mean, if you're just focusing on your business, that alone is super busy, you know, like just doing the business. Yeah. Um, But then when you have like another full time job which, you know, is the radio stuff. Um, you're, you're still like, you're just stretched so thin. You're, you know, and I feel like everything suffers when you do that, right. you know, like you're, you're doing everything kind of not half-assed, but not all the way. Cause you just don't have time. So you're you like know? a, you're like a, like a human futon. You're not a good couch and you're not a good bed. <laughs> you're a bit of both. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. I'm a human futon. Um, so <laughs> that's exactly what it feels like. Yeah. Or yeah. like you're like all season tires right now. Not a good summer, not a good winter. You're all seasons. Although I've had all seasons my whole life and they're pretty fucking reliable, I must say. Yeah. Well, some uh, you're all season tires then. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you are. That's how you roll. How do you roll? Yeah. All season tires. All seasons, y'all. baby. All seasons. I think that, you know, you're still in the salad days of what you're doing here, right? And you're yeah. going to catch your stride on on whatever it's going to be. In my limited experience, mm-hmm. trying to juggle two things at once, uh, I've, I've found that uh, whatever it's it's going to be, well, the, the doors will start to open up in that direction. Right. And you'll start to feel the passion and the momentum of, of one way. 
right? Mm -hmm. And the other thing will kind of fall by the wayside a little bit. Right. Very, very rarely are two things just to all pistons flying on both engines. It, that rarely ever happens. So either yeah. you're going to, you know, keep them both going and, you know, in the summertime, it'll be avocados and tequila and, mm -hmm. you know, radio will kind of, you know, slip, not slip, but, you know, it'll, it'll, yeah. it'll fall back in terms of importance. And then in the winter, it, it'll, uh, it'll, it'll switch. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. I'm not quite sure that I want to do that forever, though. You know, it's pretty tough. Like you can't. Um, so I've been going through some because of all this stress, like I think like you, you don't you can't be your, you're not yourself anymore. You know, like no. you, you don't have time to have fun. You don't have time to like go golfing or hit the driving range or travel seems like hard right now. Everything's yeah. harder to do. Just hang out and not feel guilty because when you're sitting out, like I have taken those moments. And when I am out there, I start panicking about, I got to get this done. I got to get that order out. I got to focus on the website. I got to push on socials. I got to, and like, I got to book this and I got to book that. You're just yeah. constantly like orders and this and that. And then you're like, I, I just don't have time if, yeah. to do my stuff, like the Melanie stuff. And I think a result of that um, has, it's kind of like all come to its head, you know, where you're like, whoa, like my brain, my body, everything's reacting. I'm starting to get panic attacks, like often, like nice. real legit scary panic attacks, which is like a whole new thing. So I'm dealing mm. with that. I'm not just saying it's just, you know, having the business and stuff, but I just think it's like a combination of all of those things and sort of losing sight of who I am and, you know, what I like. And, you know, it just, yeah, you don't have time and you, you don't feel grounded anymore because you don't do the things that make you feel like you, Yeah, you know, which used to be live radio, you know, mm -hmm. having that person that you hang out with every morning. Now I do radio by myself. So that can get, you know, as much as I love working at home, that can get, you know, it's just me and a microphone, yeah. you know, it can get a little lonely. It can get a little weird. I don't have that sort of connection. And then focusing on the business by yourself, doing everything by yourself, you know, is just like, it's just so much. And then all personal stuff, like aside from that, you yeah. know, and it's, um, I don't know, maybe it's age too, but like all the things coming together to just get me into this state of panic attacks. So when you say panic attacks i um you, you want to talk about that for a sec what you, you you start freaking out do you you get feel yeah. nauseous do you start your your mind starts you start to do like math equations in your head and you can't stop do you you know mm. you know what i like to, like does your brain start going like 100 miles an hour isn't not can you explain because I, I think what you're talking about a lot of people can relate to i, I think in the last mm -hmm. few years a lot of people have either by choice or being forced into it, given the, you know, the, 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 what, everything that's happened. Yeah. Um, they've been put in a situation where they've had to reinvent their day to day. And mm -hmm. I think for a lot, a lot of people, well, I, for everybody that's doing that, it, that's really new. Yeah. And it, you like, yeah, I can do this because you see people, other people who do it and they're like, Hey, successful. I did a thing. And now I got a YouTube channel and it's just awesome. Or, um, yeah. you know, I'm doing it, you know, and, uh, and it seems like it's easy. And then when it's not easy, yeah, you start to freak out a little bit. Can you, can you yeah. expand on your, your panic? 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I said that before, like, I, I don't think that it's, uh, you know, when I decided to quit my job and move, I, you know, I, I did it for a number of reasons. One of them is like love including, you know, the mm -hmm. relationship and I just didn't want to do the long distance thing again. So I have zero regrets. Like I should probably preface it with that. I have zero regrets, but, um, <clears throat> it's just not easy. And I don't want, I, I feel like there is too much of that, like out there, yeah. Um, you know, it's just quit your job and they, it's fine. It's fine. Just run your own business. It's fine. Yeah. Every, listen to me. Every, look at Instagram, look at social media. Everybody's trying to run their own business. Yeah, yeah. It ain't easy. Like yeah. it's a lot of work and to actually make it successful and profitable, very difficult. And to keep that going. Um, so, you know, just really make sure it's, it's what yeah. you want. Make sure just like really make sure. Um, but you know, as far as the panic attacks go, um, I, I wouldn't normally do this, but like trigger warning, if you do have panic attacks, because yeah. I know what that feels like now, when someone else talks about it, it gives me a panic attack. It's like, so trigger warning. Totally. Um, yeah. It starts with uh rapid heart rate. Yeah. That's the first thing I get. I don't know. Oh. It just, all of a sudden my heart rate just goes like through the roof. And that makes me think something else is happening. Like I'm having a heart attack. Right. Um, and then I get the chest pains that go with it. And then I start hyperventilating um, like really bad. And it's just like your greatest fear ever. Like your body is in fight or flight yeah. and you're running from something, but you don't know what you're running from. And you're like, you're nowhere. It's so a friend of mine explained it in, and it made perfect sense to me. It's like being stuck in an elevator. The doors close, the lights go out. You cannot get out of this elevator. Except for there's no elevator. Yeah. That's what it feels like. There's no elevator. Yeah. You're just stuck in something and you can't get out of it. You know, like it's awful. And then mm -hmm. it, it kind of like it takes now I'm, I'm getting in a place where it's, you know, I've got a little bit more control. Like I can. I've been doing a lot of work on it, you know, get, you got to feel your hands and you got to take the breaths and you got to do the thing. And yeah. Ottawa helps because he knows when I'm going through it. And and now after the panic attack, I just start crying like hysterically, oh. like all these emotions come out. And then I'm like, okay, I'm good now. <laughs> I'm like, all right, that passed. But the fear of having one makes you, uh, you know, afraid of having another one. Yeah. You're just always in fear of having another panic attack. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a wild time. Um, you know, and I like, I'm trying to avoid any like, you know, medications and all the thing, like not to say there's anything, but I'm just really you, like your mental health is like, you know, it's sensitive and I don't want to mess. Yeah. It's already like the chemistry is just not feeling right, you know? Yeah. So I went to get blood work to check on the hormones and all that kind of stuff. And it seems like all of that's normal. So it's just, I guess, situational and I'm just going through it. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I feel like something major is coming. <laughs> well, here's the thing is that, you know, I, I know people are, I am not like a, a, a medical person at all. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I can, I can relate to you in that uh i i know that there there was a, a season and part of the reason i i stopped doing the podcast with you kind of officially was mm -hmm. that i was having you know these uh i mean anxiety attacks i guess as, yeah. as well and mm -hmm. uh there was just like a, a whole real uncertainty with 
life and the future. And it was it was in in amidst the the panic attack was this existential sort of uh, struggle I was going through mm-hmm. about, uh, you know, I'm 50. I have kids. I have responsibilities and uh, I'm in the midst of reinventing what I've always done. The way I mm-hmm. pictured the future isn't playing out how I saw it. I don't feel confident in the systems anymore. Uh, I feel uh, like mild like fear underneath everything I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I would be up at night. I'm still up at night, like all the time, just up. And my mind is racing, but with nothing in particular. But there are waves of like fear and, uh, you know, this is getting really dark. But it's yeah, just, I know. <laughs> it, but you know, I th- I think a lot of people are 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 going through that, and uh, yeah, I think sure. I think that uh, we're we're kind of in a, a pivotal stage. This is like the the seventies all over again. I think I've talked yeah. about the comparison between the seventies and right now, where it's just like. Things that we had uh, become uh, not accustomed to, but uh, that that we relied on, now mm-hmm. seem less stable. Yeah, you know. And when the systems seem unstable, then you feel unstable. And I think yeah. what has got me through it is, in a certain way, is, is disconnecting from those systems. You know what I mean? And and stop. Uh, in the midst of of redefining, I go ahead and I redefine who I am in this world and how mm-hmm. I react to things in this world. So things that used to be important to me can't be important to me anymore because yeah. some of the things I don't have control over those things anymore. So they can't be important. You yeah. Know? Uh, so I I uh focus on the things that I have some amount of control on. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't try and force myself through um, bad feelings. I just like let the bad feeling come over me and go through me. Because if I stop and I try to fight that bad feeling, it mm-hmm. just makes it worse and it makes it stay there longer. Yeah. Like, kind of breathe and let it go through me as best I can because it's it's coming one way or the other. So it's going to mm-hmm. either come hit me and go through me or it's going to come and I'm going to stop it and struggle and try and reason with it, which you can't do mm-hmm. and hold on to it longer. Um, so I'm just trying to let those things kind of flow through, be mm-hmm. there, experience it for what it is and, and let it pass on through. So there's a lot of, uh, Hey, can you tell I'm reading a lot of Eckhart Tolle these days? <laughs> there's a, a lot of just, uh, of just kind of being in the moment. And, mm-hmm. uh, I think I touched on and this the last time we, we spoke and just sort of take stock of, of what's around me, what's good about right now. You know, and uh, because I think we we've as a society, we've made a lot of other stuff super important, which you got to get rid of all that other stuff, because all that, like I just said, all that other stuff you don't have any control over. What you have control over is how you feel. uh, And that's it. All you can control is how you feel. You can't control how other people love you. You can't control how you're perceived by other people. You can't control any system of of government, of internet, of fucking any other system. So you you just and I'm saying this thing like, yeah, it's easy, just do it. <laughs> but I'm I'm still up up at night all the time. But yeah, when, when I refocus and I'm like, I, I 
I have resigned to the fact that my purpose is to just be a witness to now. I'm just here to see what's happening now. Mm-hmm. And that's my, that's what my, my purpose is. Now, I can do stuff and I can excel at stuff or fail miserably at stuff. I can make plans and try stuff. Uh, but those things are going to happen one way or the other. And again, I can't control it. So mm-hmm. getting, try getting hung up on it is not serving me. It, it's, it's making things worse. So yeah. I don't know. Try and try and be here now as, as they say, be in the moment. Is that from a new earth? <laughs> from a new earth? <laughs> Yeah. No, is not the name of his Eckhart Tolle's book. Be here yeah. now. Yeah, so anyway. that's one of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I'm yeah, all. Yeah, you know, I see. But and but on that, I think that that's one of the things that when you what I was saying earlier, when you stop doing you stuff, when you stop, you know, focusing on the things that make you feel like that and give you yeah. those reminders, you kind of get lost. And I haven't read those books. I haven't done yoga haven't been meditating, haven't been working on those things that yeah. normally keep me somewhat focused and grounded and remind me of those things, you know, right. stop worrying about it. So, you know, you're also reminding me that, you know, that's, that's the stuff, you know? Yeah. And I, and I think we, that, that's why I'm saying about really be mindful of the decisions you're making, like be ready for certain things, you know, because it can hit you pretty heavy and you, in these like weird, unexpected ways. Yeah. I did not expect all that. <laughs> I really didn't. I'm like, yo. If if anybody's yeah. listened to the 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 episode <clears throat> just prior to this one, yeah, it's like night and day. The other one was all like really like hopeful. I'm gonna do this thing and it's gonna blow my mind. Now it's like I'm doing the thing and it's <laughs> it's it's not scary. Playing out and it's well. It's I'm not scary. gonna lie. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that it's all easy peasy and you know no. I just can't do it. I can't do it. I have to be honest. You know I'm not gonna. I just can't do it. But oh, that's um, good. That's better. Yeah. Aside from all of that heavy mm-hmm. stuff, though, it's good. Everything else is, you know, it's going, it's good. Life is okay. Life just keeps on life. And that's my whole new thing. It's like what you just said. You're here to witness certain things happening. I've had some, you know, scary news. Like I'm sure everybody does every single day about family stuff and Mm. the dog and the like just stuff. And you're like, I mean, I'm convinced that as we get older, it's just like the ebbs and flows, you know, like you just got to take the good moments. Yeah, that's it. That's all you can do. You yeah. got to move through everything else. Like you said, you just move through it because yeah. life's going to keep on life. It keeps coming at you. Yeah. You can't that's fight right. it. It's going to keep coming. No. Yeah. It's like a huge wave. Yeah. Did you see uh, JLo on that note? She said she wrote on Instagram. Was it yesterday or the day before that? It's uh, National Anxiety Month. Oh, no. I didn't even know that was a thing, but it's National Anxiety Month or something like that. And she posted a picture of her naked. Oh shit. Well, just, like half naked. You can't see everything. You just see her booty and stuff. But like that was her post. And she was like, How do you uh take care of yourself through anxiety or and I'm like, girl, this is not helping. Yeah, it's not helping anybody. <laughs> I don't but... I don't want to see the Photoshop body and like, you know, the perfect lighting and all the things. That's not helping. Like of all like post what you want to post, but under yeah. the anxiety banner, like it's anxiety month. Like, what a weird thing. Weird. Yeah, J J Lo doesn't care about anxiety. She doesn't care no. about your mental health no, at all. <laughs> she cares about keeping her brand going. She does. Oh, so I don't. Yeah, so I'm weird. I am so off celebrity. You know this. I've been off I celebrity know. for a long time. A mm-hmm. long time. 
I know. And I am too, to some degree, but like, you can't help it. It's in your face on, on social media now. Yeah. All the time. Do you, with your, with your gig, gigs, uh-huh. uh, do you yeah. have to keep up with celebrity? Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be on top. Yeah. Of yeah. It's like top 40 pop kind of stuff. Is, is that, is that difficult? To have to no. like still have that as a part of your life. Does that interest you? Are you still? Well, I'm not super interested, but it doesn't bother right. me now. It doesn't bother you? Part of my job. You know, yeah. it's like, I don't, I don't talk about celebrity stuff all the time, but right. yeah, I mean, you know, we have, we play artists, so I should know what's going on in Taylor Swift's <laughs> life, you know, that they right. broke up and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't bother me. Yeah. I don't, it's not part of my day to day. No. It's just, you know, it's part of my work. Right. Yeah. See, it's not part of my work anymore. Yeah. At, at all. Like so I, I'm yeah. I'm into like indie artists and not who they're fucking, but <laughs> how they're performing. So you know so, you know what I mean? So fancy. What's, what's fancy about that? That's less than fancy. <laughs> you're like in independent artists. It's not fancy. I know. You're like, you're like, I'm into indie artists. I didn't <laughs> You did your I shoulder didn't... even kind of brushed forward a little bit like I'm into indie artists. I love it. Uh right. But... <laughs> anyway, all I'm saying you are. what I'm saying what I'm saying is uh is that I I that that that's not a, a factor in my life anymore. And I feel honestly, I feel like whew, weight off my shoulders that I don't have to to, yeah. to stay on with it. But you know, uh and that's why I don't think I do well in radio anymore because I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want to go back to, to yeah. doing that. Some people, some radio vets, I mean, that's, they, they love that. I'm thinking of, uh, of our man there, Tarzan Dan. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he, he's out of work these days. Yeah. God love him. If you got a gig for Tarzan Dan, he's out there looking. Uh, but radio was like such a part of, it's such a part of who he, he is, who is like his yeah. identity. Um, that I, uh, I really feel for that dude that he's out there looking for work right now, looking for something to, mm-hmm. uh, 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 spew on <laughs> what's the word on <laughs> the express. He's lo- he's looking to well, express I think all there's his- like, but there's people who are pop culture junkies and I yeah. think that's what it is. You know, I mean, I, I wouldn't consider myself a pop culture junkie, but it has always been a part of my career. But there are people like Tarzan or, um, you know, other people you hear on the air, like, look at, I mean, how many TikTok accounts right now are massive? And that's all they talk about is pop yeah. culture. People are interested in it. You know, yeah. it's curiosity. I don't like super care, but, you know, I think when you think about, um, you know, Taylor Swift and they broke up and blah, 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 there's something relatable in that, you know, people break up, you have heartache and then we're going to get great music out of it. And, you know, it's, it's, it's that, right. Like, it's just that conversation that people are interested in and, you know, people like Tarzan or whatever, great announcers who are on top of that stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And in, in real like radio, you don't have a lot of time to talk about anything other than not deep stuff, you know? Like, yeah. It's pretty superficial and surface level shit. You don't have time. That's why I love this podcast. I like that you invite me on. Yeah. So we could talk about deep, dark except for stuff. You never, except for you never want to be on it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm really, bu- I'm really busy with my independent <laughs> artists, Martin. I know. <laughs> Are you also doing an independent podcast? 
but yeah, you know, going back to sorry to Tarzan. I mean, I think it's really sad though to see someone that talented not on the air. You know, yeah. I, there's some it, like ah, it bugs me. Yeah, I don't know that. Talented. I don't know that radio can afford Tarzan Dan anymore. Well, I think when you get it to a certain point, if he hasn't had a gig in a while, he might be like, let's negotiate just to be right. back on the air. That kind of shit. Like, you know, when you're I think in radio, like you're an artist, I guess, to some degree, can you even call it, I guess we can call ourselves that to, to some degree. Um, like it's in your bones. It's hard to it's, it's hard to let it go completely, yeah. you know, and I think I, I can't speak for Tarzan, but like maybe he wants to be back on the air and someone can negotiate with him. His whole life has been on the air. Like he's been, he's been doing yeah. it like consistently for a, like he he's back in the old CFTR 640 days, right? Yeah, dude. I or saw 680 his, days rather. Yeah. He's, I saw his, uh, he posted something on a radio site that people go to, to look for jobs. And mm-hmm. I could not believe it's like his resume. It's like his resume, like all yeah. the things that he's done. I'm like, this dude has done so much. One could only hope to have a career that big. Yeah. Massive. Yeah. Well, I know he's doing some stuff on Instagram with Ed the Sock right now. Is he? Yeah. So oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. He's so I think he's got some some irons in the fire. At least he's got some ideas. Him. So yeah. Tarzan, if you ever hear this or somebody tells you about it, man, wish you all the best. I, I worked with him in Toronto at, 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 uh, yeah. at Kiss. And yeah. then I worked with him again out in Kelowna for a minute. So mm-hmm. uh, our paths have crossed in the industry a couple of yeah. times. So I, I wish him all the best. This is it's it's not easy. Broadcasting is not an easy thing right now for veterans. You know no. what I mean? Like the 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 stuff that the veterans do or did isn't uh, appreciated anymore uh, mm-hmm. because for, you know, it used to be you had a ton of time to talk and express yourself and to you know, get creative. And now there's yeah. no time to do that stuff. Right. You got like, you got to do it on a podcast now. Yeah. Like you remember when, when we were, uh, we worked for bell, you work for mm-hmm. bell currently. No, I do not work. Okay. For bell. So when we worked for bells, <laughs> I can say some shit about them. We I work for, for an indie station. Awesome. There you go. I do. Okay, you do lean you see forward. my shoulder lean. Yeah. Indie. Uh, okay. so, uh, we were working for bell and we had this, uh, this program director who was mm-hmm. like, you guys got to get in, you got to get out. You got 30 seconds to get in and get out. Yeah. And I was like, this is the stupidest shit I've ever heard in my life. How can we be JJ and Melanie when we got to get in and get out in 30 seconds? It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. This guy doesn't know what he's talking two, about when there was two of us. Yeah. Two of us. Yeah. And, uh, I'm like, this guy's like the worst PD ever. And then as it turns out, radio totally went that direction like mm-hmm. that's, that's it. It's super quick hit so there's nobody just meandering on and yapping and and getting thoughtful and you know leaning in and you know what i mean there's no like parody bits there's no you know yeah. there's none of that i don't i don't think there's any of that stuff anymore i don't think you know well i mean i think i think it's coming back around though yeah. right now where i i don't think you'll you're, you're never going to get a long thought out conversation you know uh it's still got to be light and loose and all that stuff but i think you know some of it is becoming more personality based again you think just based on what i've heard okay um i think you know people are starting to realize that you're connecting with the people on the air as well they forgot that for a while yeah 
<laughs> you know, that was that was forgotten. It was like, yeah. you know, behind the scenes, it was always like, oh, it's about the whole station, which it is. But, you know, those personalities people do connect to. I mean, it's the age of social media. It's a reminder that going back to having a small business, a lot of businesses, small businesses mm. put their whole life on online now. You yeah. know, behind the scenes, packing, you know, this is my mom sewing for me, this is blah, blah, blah. But people resonate with that. Like they're really connecting with people and their real stories. Yeah. So I think that a lot of radio stations are seeing that again and allowing some personalities to be personalities. Well, I hate, not, I hate not full out in a podcast, like hours and hours of conversation, right. but like, you know. Well, bit. I I hate that a whole generation of of jocks had to be blown out of the like obliterated yeah. for this for them to try this experiment out. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like all the greats are are gone. I'm sorry if you're on the air and you think you're great, but the greats are gone. <laughs> they are, and I'm not just talking about JJ and Melanie. I'm talking about you know <laughs> a lot, a whole <laughs> line of of others who who were on the air. Oh, it's so funny. My ego can't handle it. <laughs> Lump us in there. <laughs> My ego is like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, that's funny. Uh, speaking of, Marilyn Dennis announced today that she's leaving her uh, TV show. Did you see that? She's not leaving radio? She's still on the radio? Oh, she's still in the air. She needs, needs to leave radio. Oh, JJ. Yeah, I think she should step down. What? No. I do. She doesn't oh, need the money. Right. She totally doesn't need the money. Oh, Give somebody else a chance. After I just said all the greats are gone. Yeah, I, like, what are you talking about? She's a I, legend. I, I think, I, yeah, and I think she needs to just be like, adios, peace. Thank you so much. I think that she needs, she's, what did she say on the air today? Like 36 years in radio or something like that? She should hit 40 at least just to have that number. Why? Because that's awesome. Just go out and fucking I did 40 years of morning radio. Are you kidding me? I felt good with 10. I was like, damn, we made it 10. Does, you know, does, 40, I don't imagine it, being able to say that 40 years. I don't think anybody cares. Well, she, she will. And that's it. Yeah, yeah. In the meantime, there's like some she's, you know, co cock blocking some oh, up and, up and coming. On. Great. I'm I'm coming from the perspective of here's a person who I know has been sitting in this chair for a long, 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 long time and probably doesn't need the money. Is anymore. that what you're going to do when you are like and at a certain age? You're going to be like, OK, I'm just going to let the youngins come up. You think? Y yeah, yeah. Oh, I, man, I'm, I'm gonna, but I'm, I'm not fight it I, to the end. I'm not in a position where I would anybody would be like gunning for my seat or anything like that. Right. Yeah. Well, so, I would fight it to the end. I would yeah. fight it till you put me in the grave, man. I'd be like, no, I'm not done yet. <laughs> I don't want to go. Fuck them. They can wait. <laughs> God damn it, they can wait. No way. I would not. You're still go. doing breaks as they're dragging you away. Yes. Coming up next, Taylor Swift. <laughs> Top of the hour. <laughs> exactly. I win. No chance. I'm not letting oh, go. Man. Why? That's I, it. That's your thing, man. Especially like when it's been your whole life. All right. Hey, fair yeah. enough. That That's yeah. just how I see. All I see is that somebody sitting in a chair that won't move who i think it's like should. so big of you though it's like oh let the next ones come up and have their chance that's really big of you thank you <laughs> i can't tell if you're being serious or not <laughs> no it is because i'm saying i just wouldn't i'm not cut from that cloth like i'm gonna go down until i'm done you know like that's how it, like if my career was like that you know like that yeah. kind of successful 
I only had 10 years. Well, let let me end this segment off with this. Marilyn, I, I wish you uh health and happiness. Yeah. yeah. Health and happiness. It's the most most important thing. Yeah. That's it. She's, I don't I don't wish gonna... her any ill will. I I honestly, despite the fact that she worked like in the same hallway as us for you know a handful mm-hmm. of years, I I don't know Marilyn Dennis. Not yeah. at all. Other than to say hello and to step out of her way <laughs> when she was walking down the hall because she was beelining for the bathroom. I'm like, Ooh. do you know what? Do you know what she has? Can I just say this behind the scenes? Do you know what she has in her house? No, what? Monogrammed hand towels. Oh, I got those. <laughs> I was like, yo, you're fancy. <laughs> I was at her house and I went to the bathroom. And I was like, monogram hand towels. Like, why why wouldn't she? I don't actually have those. I'm just kidding. But I mean, she's got like a, a TV show with her name all over the TV show. I'm sure I know, at but some it's point like, somebody's like, give her some towels for a Christmas gift with her name on them. I don't know. But like, what is the sign that you've really made it? Like, what's the thing? What would it be for you? You know, some people it's a car, some people it's a, you know, a bag, like a certain purse, you know, for me now, after I saw that, I was like, well, I fucking want monogram towels. Bruv, it's like you've completely it's forgotten. Fancy. You've forgotten everything we opened this podcast with. Mm-hmm. With the don't define yourself by oh, stuff. I know. Be in the moment. And you're like, yeah. I need monogram towels. What the fuck? Did you for- <laughs> Are you a goldfish? Did you forget everything we just said? <laughs> no, I'm all seasons. <laughs> Are all seasons. <laughs> just take, take whatever comes at uh... you. It's balanced, buddy. It's balanced. You know, you gotta you gotta get deep and you gotta do those things, but sometimes you just want monogram towels. Like, mm-hmm. stop it. There's nothing That's... wrong with that. <laughs> Tweet that. That's good. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also I wanted to tell you too, uh, mm. before I forget, I um <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You had Pedro Pascal right. Oh yeah, and I can admit when I'm wrong, mm-hmm. and I was wrong. He is hot, and yeah. I really like this guy. <laughs> I told you this was a while back. Huh. This is when the Mandalorian started. So this yeah, is like, going on three years now. I told you yeah. to get into the Mandalorian, and I did. And remember, I said when they revealed his face, right. The Mandalorian like is, is a Star Wars character. He wears a, a helmet all the time, never takes it off. That's yeah. part of the thing with his character is he never takes the helmet off, and then he does. And you were like, eh, he wasn't sexy enough. He wasn't yeah. sexy at all, you said. You really poo-pooed him. And I'm like, but he's Latin. His name is Pedro Pascal. And you're like, eh, he's not sexy enough. And we laughed <laughs> because we were talking about uh, shaming and then you like you jumped on and you're like i'm not trying to shame him for being ugly or whatever it is you said yeah and i'm like well i didn't say he was i don't think i said he was ugly i think you did say that specifically i don't think i i don't think i've ever called anyone ugly other than cumberbatch (laughs) sorry whatever cumberbatch ever do to you (laughs) looked at you funny but I, uh, Ottawa and I were watching, uh, we started, we got on the show, the last, the last of us, so yeah. it's called the last ones or the last of us, last you know, us. the end of days one there. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> I quickly fell in love with little Pedro Pascal. What is it about him now that you find so appealing? He's just hot. Yeah. Yeah. He's not like, I don't, 
Ottawa just walked in. Um, he's having a <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> he's having a real moment, which I'm really happy for. Mm. Um, because as it turns out, he's been going at this for a long time. I didn't know this. Yeah. About him, but he's having his moment. He's in Esquire magazine, which I just saw the shoot. He looks amazing. Um, and he's on uh Times most influential 100 people. They just dropped oh, that yeah. today. And he's on there. Pedro Pascal. Good for him. Yeah, That's a very, very, happy very popular show. The last yeah, of us. Dude. I haven't seen it. It's zombies, right? Yeah. Well, I think, well, they don't call them zombies. They don't want to call them zombies. They're like clickers and stuff. I don't I can't remember what they use. But they're but, totally um, just zombies. <clears throat> yeah. But the show is like really about the relationship between him and the girl. That's what it's about. It's not really about the zombies per se or whatever. Okay. It's like their relationship. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just really like him. I, that show turned it, changed it for me. And then I just been following him on socials and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wow, this guy's pretty hot. Oh, Martin. sorry. <laughs> I might go back and watch the Mandalorian now. now yeah, that I can appreciate him. The Mandalorian this season has been been hit or miss for what it's yeah. worth. And I accept yeah. your apology graciously. Uh, I won't rub it in. Um, but yeah, the first the first season of the Mandalorian is great. The second season was like, all right, this is, you know, you kind of hit or miss. And then we're on the third yeah. season now. And, yeah. and they just recently had an, an episode where it was like Lizzo and Jack Black were in the episode. I'm like, what? The what? Fuck? In this Mandalorian? Is... Oh yes, yes. I did read about that. It's like, this is not, out. this is not very good. This, it's supposed to be like this dark gunslinger styled western right. in space and they were like achieving that and then to have mm. lizzo and jack black and they changed the whole color scheme of the show and it was all bright and very disney and i'm like who made this decision right no shade to lizzo or jack black as people as yeah. artists but mm -hmm. uh they just did not fit the they did not fit the tone of the show of what the show has been thus far now mm -hmm. unless it's like a pivotal thing that they're set laying down now to like turn back to and they're going to mm -hmm. be like oh they were it was so bright and happy and now it's all like dark and you know like something happens to them yeah then i could see it but as it stands right now there's like one episode left in the season i this like it was like one bad episode and it was the one with lizzo and and uh oh. like, just not good but i mean that happens in all shows you get like one kind of like yeah stinker um so lizzo and, and jack black are the stinker but get on it. it's it, it's a great show and they got mm. your boy there grogu baby yoda oh you like right yeah is it grogu is that who is that his name that's his name now grogu oh okay i didn't know that yeah so yeah. i would say get on the mandalorian i'm not watching too i think much i'm gonna TV go back and watch days. it yeah no so, should we do our recommends we're at, I don't 50, really we're have at 57 a... or 58 here so oh are we yeah. already well yeah. half of it was screwing around yeah. um i don't really have a recommend for a tv show because uh i've been watching puppy videos oh on instagram yeah, on youtube no like with through the anxiety and like when i'm having a, oh. an attack um after the breathing and all that stuff uh ottawa will put on um puppy videos for me on youtube yeah I know it sounds weird, but I got to it. It works like you kind of get your head out of, uh, you know, whatever scary place you're in. I can't watch shows that are like really intense or heavy or like anxiety inducing or suspenseful or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So that's like the thing that works for me is is watching the the puppies on YouTube, like just funny videos of people and their dogs. Yeah. If you're feeling down or you're feeling whatever, just like honestly go. There are so you can go down a rabbit hole for hours. 
it like it helps a lot. It's fun. So I don't really have anything great to recommend other than that. How does your puppy feel when your puppy looks up at you watching puppy videos? <laughs> like, what the fuck is this bitch doing? I know, I'm right, right here. <laughs> it's true. Your My dog is like the cutest ever. The videos you post on Instagram, holy smokes, the cute dog. I know. Yeah, he helps a lot too, obviously. Yeah, but that's, that's yeah, be. I don't. That and um, we just went down. Uh, before we get to your recommend, we just went down another rabbit hole of um ramen noodles. How to make ramen oh. at home. And uh, we spent three days ish, maybe two days learning how to make ramen. Like who knew there were so many different. I didn't know. I know everybody else knew. I didn't know there were so many different ways of making it. And the broth can be this and it could be that. Anyway, yeah. so we've spent a couple of days on YouTube learning about ramen. One of those things you probably shouldn't make at home. Was it as successful as your sourdough bread? Yeah. Phase. I mean, it turned out, it turned out really good. It tastes good. I mean, it, I don't think it, I wouldn't give it restaurant quality, mm -hmm. but really good. Um, I'm not sure that I would want to do it again and again and again. It was a lot of work, man. Some things you got to leave to the pros. I like, I just, it's kind of like pizza. Like unless you have the pizza yeah. oven, it doesn't taste right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, it's good. I just don't know. That's great. But, um, a lot of fun learning about it. I spent a lot of time on YouTube learning about it. Can you give us the Coles notes on what's involved in making ramen or is it so uninteresting oh, that dude, you would, wouldn't want to yeah, Like, yeah, I wouldn't, I've already done that. Just telling you about it. It's like, right. you got to create the bone <laughs> broth. You got to soak the bones. You got like, it's, it's, it's the broth. It's like, if you've made ramen, you know, it's all yeah. about getting the broth right. And it takes yeah. a while and it's like, uh, it's a lot. Yeah. A lot. We yeah. always have bone broth on the go here at our house. So yeah. Homemade, always, yeah. Oh well, then you you're way ahead of me. We're then. we're a, a step ahead of the game, yeah. but I'm making my own noodles. That doesn't sound appealing mm. at all. It seems like oh, why wouldn't hard. I just go buy these? It's not like they're particularly healthy, are they? Yeah, no, no. So I, was, I, I mean, I I some. think that was the whole idea was that we I was eating uh, a cup of noodles, <laughs> cup of noodles, and we were like. Oh, this is so bad. You know, you can't eat this anymore. The sodium, yeah. like you just can't do this anymore. So we're like, we'll make our own. Yeah. No. Nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So yeah, I don't have any recommends. Do you? Yes. So uh, I have talked about in the past that I'm in this position with my kids uh, where nothing on TV or the internet seems particularly uh, appropriate for them in terms of violence level sex level, language level, all those mm. things. But what I have found is that when I go back to the past for movies, because we do this uh, Friday pizza movie night every week at our house, uh, I find great gems from the past. So we really worked through the Rocky movies and then really? the Creed movies. And then we went to see Creed 3 in the movie theater. And it what? was dynamite. We didn't yeah. see Rocky five. We we stopped. We didn't waste our time with Rocky five. We jumped straight yeah. from Rocky four to Balboa, but we didn't mm -hmm. do Rocky five where he loses all his money. But then we did the, the Creed movies, man, movies from the seventies were like next level. There was like a grittiness and a realness. Yeah. You know, he won the Oscar for Rocky. Did he? Stallone did. Yeah. Cause he wrote that. That's his story. People, you know, they make fun of Stallone, but that dude was a talented cat back in the day. You, I mean, he still see, is. 
he still is, but he, he he's like stuck on the same formula. You know what I mean? He's been doing the same kind of thing over and over. But when he came out, his shit was groundbreaking. It was, it was new. But it was a realness and a grittiness about it. And, the, you know, the underdog story is is great. And there's, you know, my kids kind of grew up in a gym, so the, the boxing violence doesn't really phase them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, man, pick a 70s franchise. Hmm. They're pretty much a safe a safe bet. Did you see the promo for Sylvester Stallone's new uh, reality show? He's got a reality show? Oh, dude, it's so bad. Really? I mean, just while you're bigging him up and saying all this great stuff. Tear him down. This this promo just came out. I guess they're releasing a new reality. It's like the family Stallone's or I don't know, whatever. And um, it's like him and his daughters and his wife, very a la Kardashians. Oh, well, yeah. And he looks like he got some work done. Not not that it. I definitely know. got some work done, you know, whatever, but it just looks different. It's just different. Um, it's just cheese. I feel but like people, I, I, people like those shows, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. So it'll, not it'll to, probably do well. Not for a I. Minute. He doesn't need <laughs> it to I. really do well. Yeah. No, no. It's like he needs the money. It's just but weird. It, it's well, like what I said earlier about uh, celebrities like that going on social media. Like there's some things I don't want to know about you. It ruins the magic for me. Right. Like with J-Lo, that shit ruins the magic with Stallone. Well, I'm telling you to go back to 70s mm-hmm. Stallone. Yeah. He, he was great. That was great. Yeah. And that that whole series of movies, it's, you know, it's one note through the whole thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, uh, I got to take this fight. Don't take the fight, Rock. You got to take the fight. And then he yeah. takes it and, you know, he's going to lose and then he wins. Yeah. Don't take the fight. I got to take the fight. You're going to lose. I don't know if I can handle that. Yeah. That's um, so like, it's so vintage of you to request, uh, to suggest that. Like, Well, it, it's not because then it, it, uh, it transitions into the Creed movies, which are, right. holy shit. So good. Have you seen are Creed they? three? No, haven't seen oh any of them. Oh my gosh, dude. Okay. So good. So okay. good. Uh, and this, this new guy who I know is quite controversial right now. Um, what's his name? The new actor. Um, what's his name? Hang on, googling I'm, him. I'm about a controversy. Uh, jo- Jonathan Jonathan Majors. Oh, okay. He's, Why he's, is he controversial? Well, he's controversial because I what mean, he's I he's the it actor, right? He's like in like a matter of months, he became this big it actor because he was he's the main villain now in the Marvel universe. Oh, that's why uh, I don't he's, know. He's okay. Kang, well, he's Kang the Conqueror in the Marvel universe. Uh, and he was in the Ant-Man movie and he was in the Loki TV series as this character Kang. And now he's the main villain, uh, bad guy in, in Creed three. And he, okay. he had a, a GQ cover thing and he was, you know, flexing his muscles, <laughs> Google him. Uh, but on top of all that, he is an excellent actor. Like you are just like, boom, drawn to this dude. Like you can't keep your mm-hmm. eyes off him. He's. I don't know. Watch the when we're done here. Watch the the trailer for for Creed three. Just this okay. good, Jonathan Majors. Uh, he's a new bad guy, but and he was like being celebrated. And there mm-hmm. were a couple directors. I can't remember their names that were like there is a this quickly rising star um, who uh, everyone is celebrating right now, but who has this abusive past. We won't say any mm-hmm. names. Oh, and really? then they didn't say names, but they really kind of hinted that it was him. Right. And then like three weeks ago, uh, he was arrested for oh. a domestic. Oh. And it was like, oh, and everyone was scrambling to 
to be like, oh, no, mm-hmm. now they're going to have to re- Disney's got to, you know, they're going to abandon him because Disney abandons people who are controversial in any capacity very quickly. Gina Grano being one of them. And uh, the next day it came out and some audio came out and it was actually uh, his his girlfriend. Uh, he actually called the police on his girlfriend because she was having some sort of a panic attack and the police charged him at the scene and there was like a audio message where it totally exonerated him from anything. And so everybody sighed this big sigh of relief, but because it happened, it's like, was this Hollywood just, you know, oh. trying to fix things really quickly or was right. it sincere? So now there's this sort of like, okay. you know, what was kind of going on here? It just, it's, it all worked Planting out very the seed conveniently. Of doubt, right. Like you can, right. once that seed of doubts there, you can't, it's hard to right. go back. Yeah. So it's like, oh. I mean, everything seems pretty smoothed over right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you say, there's that that seed of doubt. Uh, so I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. At right. this point, I mean, what else can I do? It's like with mm-hmm. Michael Jackson. It's like, like I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I like his music, though. So here I go. Yeah. Uh, beat it. Uh, so with this guy, it's like, man, he was such a good actor. And so, okay. and, and you know, it's, it's really, are you familiar with the story of Rocky at the very least? Yes. Okay. So you know that Apollo dies in the ring, right? In Rocky Four. Drago kills him in the spoiler ring. alert. What? You didn't know that? Did I really just spoil that? Who yeah. are you? Are you on I this only, planet with me? I only, I only remember the one where he was like running up the stairs, and he was still alive. He runs up the stairs in all of them. <laughs> well, I probably only watched one of them. Okay, the first you know, one. you know the one where he goes to Russia to fight the big Russian. Is that the first one? No, that's the fourth one. Oh, I dude, I have not seen them all. Okay, so we fight. I'm sure I've seen one. Let me go through this. Bear with us, everybody. (laughs) So, Rocky won. He's Uh just this street tough guy who you know goes around breaking thumbs for the the mafia. So he's he's that dude. And and then, but he's like a boxer sort of on the side. He's got a lot of talent. And Apollo, who's the champion, played by the great Carl Weathers, who was also in The Mandalorian, by the way. Anyway. Uh, Apollo comes to town, comes to Philly, and he's like, I need, I need to, he's like, uh, I need uh, 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 a shtick here. Uh-huh. Something. So he he's like, I'm going to give some nobody a chance. So he gives uh-huh. Rocky a chance for the, the belt. Nobody, right. no name. And then Rocky, uh, it ends up being a draw. So there's this draw, and everybody can't flip and believe it. This no-name guy was able to, you know, go, you know, head-to-head and, and match the champion. So then in Rocky 2, he beats Apollo in Rocky 2. Okay. He defeats him because it's a rematch. Right? <laughs> Maybe they're blending the together for me then. Maybe and I then in Rocky 3, you follow yeah. him? Yeah. Mr. T is introduced. You know Mr. Oh, T, Oh, I saw you? that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I right. saw that. So in Rocky okay, 3, so Apollo trains Rocky to fight Mr. T. You got it? Okay. And then Rocky ends up beating Mr. T. Right. Right? And nobody okay. thought he could. And he, it's, he did, dude, it's been like a long time for me. It's coming right, back so a little I'm, bit. So I'm maybe catching I you up. I'm gonna I'm yeah, catching yeah, yeah. you up so you can just get right into the Creed movies. So yeah. by this point, by Rocky three, Apollo and Rocky are friends because okay. Apollo is training Rocky. Right. Rocky doesn't believe in himself anymore. Yeah. And Apollo trains him and he goes up and he beats Mr. T. 
So oh. then in Rocky, did four, he go off into like this place where he was like, I don't know who I am anymore. And he started totally. having panic All attacks that. and he totally. lost like total. This is totally the movie for Dude, you. This is the movie I got to watch. Then. Is this he have a good comeback? Ton, tons of self-doubt, then- but he comes back and <laughs> okay. wins the day. So then yeah. in Rocky, in Rocky four. Yeah. Uh, this is the height of the cold. Now war. I'm all in. <laughs> yeah. In Rocky Forest, the, the height of the Cold War in the real world. And uh, and this Russian guy comes to town who's all on steroids and he's got the Russian government, you know, behind him and backing him and whatnot. And uh, he comes to town and he's like, I want to fight uh, your best fighter. And Apollo's like, I got to fight this guy for, for America. I'm going to fight this guy. So they have what's uh, just like a charity boxing match. It's supposed to be just like sparring, just having fun. This dude ends up killing Apollo in the ring. Oh shit! And Rocky was in on the in his corner in, in uh, Apollo's corner and could have thrown in the towel, as they say, uh-huh. could have stopped the fight. But Apollo said, "Don't stop this fight! Don't stop this fight!" So then Rocky then has to avenge his friend Apollo because mm-hmm. he died in the ring. So Rocky goes to Russia, fights this monster Drago, oh, and shit. and and wins. Yeah, and it's this whole yay America. Uh, if I can change, we can all change the speech at the end. It's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. It's corny as fuck, but it's, you know, it is what it <laughs> yes. is. So then now jump ahead. You can jump past Rocky five and Rocky six at this point and just jump to the Creed movies. Okay. Creed, Apollo Creed. So Apollo okay. Creed turns out was cheating on his wife <sighs> through the other movies. And he has this son that he doesn't know about with this other woman. Oh. And that son is adonis adonis johnson okay and then adonis gets taken in by apollo's real wife mm-hmm. who's like you're a son of my dead husband i'm gonna take you in and she's right. a zillionaire yeah. and then it's it's him rising up through the ranks to become the champion it, they're they're so good and it leaves yeah. the rocky stuff behind and this rock, this Creed Part Three has now surpassed like all the Rocky movies in terms of success. It is okay. a really good story. Michael B. Anthony, Jonathan Majors, as I say, is it's stellar. And Rocky's in the first, or uh, Sylvester Stallone's in the first two movies. All right. Well, that's he, good. Uh, Tessa okay. Thompson's in it. Watch them. Have you not seen any of the Creed movies? I haven't. I also want to go check out the Super Mario movie. I haven't got. I haven't had time to go to the movies, but I'm looking forward to that one. I'm a big fan of Super Mario. Are you? Yes, I, I love never Super got that Mario. from you. What the? Yeah, I love it. Oh my god, I used to play it all the time. So I'm like really excited to see that one. It killed at the box office. Did you see that? No, huge. It was massive. Yeah, like record breaking. I I I'm only into what I'm into these days. Yeah, I don't stray. Away. I'm in. Yeah, I'm into yeah. Rocky, and that's yeah. it. And I'm all back right. on the Matrix again because my kids are interested in that. Uh, did we talk about everything? I, lo- I love that you're taking them back. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like some of those stories, though, they, do they hold up? Or are you constantly going, well, it's not. I mean, they're smart enough to know at their age. They're smart enough to know. You know, like we, we've always done this. If there's ever like violence. Or do they or... look at you? Do they look at you and go, that's why, you know, like <laughs> God, our parents, like they were learning. <laughs> Weird. Uh, you know, we always pause the shows and we will be like, all right, so yeah. in real life, blah blah blah. That's not how this would play out. Blah blah blah. We always yeah. do do stuff like that, so yeah. we're, we're pretty selective. Yeah, yeah. But some of those seventies and eighties movies, like uh, uh, if if you're like in a similar situation as I am, 
uh, Cool Runnings, Dynamite movie. Yeah. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is a dynamite movie. John Candy and Steve Martin? No. Yeah, I don't remember it. The Father of the Bride movies. Yeah, I like that. Three Amigos. Yeah. Wow, my kids, they, they love it. Man, you're really movies. going back, eh? Really Dirty Dancing. Seven, no, not Dirty Dancing. It's too sexy. I made no, I made Ottawa watch that not too long ago. It's like, I want to watch Dirty Dancing. Just out of the blue. It's like, let's do this. You know, when you watch, see that movie as an adult, yeah, as a dad it's with hot. a daughter, it's like you totally agree with the dad. <laughs> it's like my teenage daughter is not going to be getting it on with some, you know, well, Ottawa brought that up. He's Carney like, from the flipping resort. It's weird. Well, love is love, JJ. Don't no, be no. like that. Love is love. That's terrible. Not Come when it's on my now. teenage daughter, it's not. Ah. <laughs> Ottawa was saying that to me. He's like, you know, he was Googling it while we were watching the movie. And he was like, you know, she was supposed to be like 17 and he was like 29 or some yeah. shit. And I was like, yeah, yeah kind of weird. Yeah. You know, yeah. But I see. Uh, Speaking of uh, teenage love, well, you can end on this after this, this yes. recommend, but uh, it's been out for a few years now, but the remake of West Side Story. Oh, okay. Yeah, really good. If you I like musicals, yeah, excellent. Cool. Well, thanks for jumping on with me today again, buddy. Appreciate it. Where can people find you? Uh, here on your podcast four <laughs> times a year. <laughs> <laughs> If that we're lucky, uh, you can find me on uh, on Instagram, uh, Curb Chairs or Toronto JJ. Are you still doing Curb Chairs? You're hilarious. Oh, man, it's the best. Curb and doing your 416 Fit Dad thing. Yes, that's still a thing. That's a closed account now. Did I not tell you about that? You say this all the time and then you're back on there. Fit Dad 416. It's now a closed account because... Uh, I'm getting uh, a lot of uh, sugar mamas. Hot damn. Yeah, here, uh, I, I I took a screenshot of Oh, one dude, of them. why did we, did we not talk about this? Next episode? <laughs> Hang on. Uh, what does she say here? Hang on. Sorry, I know you got to, you want to wrap it up. She yeah. says uh, her name is Charlotte. Oh. And she says, hello, handsome. How are you doing? You're cute and look relaxed. I'm a sugar mama, and I would love you to be my sugar baby with 5K weekly allowance and sort out all your bills and take care of your needs. Are you interested, honey? I cannot. I can see it. Yeah. So I have to Charlotte. shut her down. Make it private. But, you know, that could be a dude, uh, like, yeah, just totally. sort of. Yeah, but trying to but scam it, you. it it's annoying, and I don't want them to like start to steal my photos and then put my photos on right. other profiles and stuff like that. So, which is what they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I I've shut it down. I don't Look want. Look at me. Imposters. I'm like I'm like it's got to be a scam. <laughs> <laughs> I know, not you. I can't possibly believe it's you. <laughs> uh, I get that. I understand. I yeah, that's no, that's why <laughs> that's I'm why joking. I shut it down. I'm like this can't be real. You Oh, I wanted to talk to you about threesomes too. Okay, well, let's save that for the next one. All right, we'll, we'll leave you... on that cliffhanger. Threesomes. Okay, dun, okay. Dun. All right. I'm excited to hear about them. <laughs> okay, so on on socials, you can find me too at Melanie Martin First Season Three. I I'm not doing a whole lot there, but um, otherwise, here every now and again, and we appreciate you still hanging out and listening. Yeah. That's the show. That's it. Have a good one. 
I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have faults. He had the same amount of faults as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca.